and she wore this perfume. Oh, the stinky, he holds his nose. Yuck! <laughs> the kids are wrapped. We drive across the Golden Gate Bridge. A river of thick fog pours below us and wraps around the Marin headlands. Jasper asks, Nick, are you coming to step up? Referring to his and Daisy's upcoming graduation celebration. The kids are stepping up from second grade to third and kindergarten to first grade. Wouldn't miss it for all the tea in China, Nick responds. Daisy asks, Nick, do you remember that girl, Daniela? She fell off the climbing structure and broke her toe. Ouch! She has a cast, Jasper adds. A cast? On her toe? Nick asks. It must be teeny. Jasper gravely reports, They will cut it off with a hacksaw. Her toe? They all giggle. After a while, Nick tells them, I have something for you, kiddos, in my suitcase. Presents! When we get home, he responds. They beg him to tell them what, but he shakes his head. No way, Jose, it's a surprise. I can see the three of them in the rearview mirror. Jasper and Daisy have smooth olive complexions. Nick's was, too, but now it's gaunt and rice-papery. Their eyes are brown and clear, whereas his are dark globes. Their hair is dark brown, but Nick's, long and blonde when he was a child, is faded like a field in late summer, with smashed-down sienna patches and sticking-up yellow clumps, a result of his unfortunate attempt to bleach it with Clorox. Nick, will you tell us a PJ story? Jasper begs. For years, Nick has entertained the kids with the adventures of PJ Fumblebumble, a British detective of his invention. Later, mister, I promise. We head north on the freeway, exiting and turning west, meandering through a series of small towns, a wooded state park, and then hilly pastureland. We stop in Point Reyes Station to retrieve the mail. It's impossible to be in town without running into a dozen friends, all of whom are pleased to see Nick bombarding him with questions about school and his summer plans. Finally, we drive off and follow the road along Paper Mill Creek to our left turn, where I head up the hill and pull into our driveway. We have a surprise, too, Nicky, says Daisy. Jasper looks sternly at her. Don't you tell him. It's signs. We made them. Daisy! Lugging his bags, Nick follows the kids into the house. The dogs charge him, barking and howling. At the top of the stairs, Nick is greeted by the kids' banners and drawings, including a hedgehog captioned, I Miss Nick, Boo-Hoo, drawn by Jasper. Nick praises their artistry and then trudges into his bedroom to unpack. Since he left for college, his room, a Pompeian red chamber at the far end of the house, has become an adjunct playroom with a display of Jasper's Lego creations, including a Maharaja's castle and motorized R2-D2. Preparing for his return, Karen cleared off Daisy's menagerie of stuffed animals and made up the bed with a comforter and fresh pillows. When Nick emerges, his arms are loaded with gifts. For Daisy, there are Josefina and Kirsten, American girl dolls, hand-me-downs from his girlfriend. They are prettily dressed in, respectively, an embroidered peasant blouse and serape and a green velvet jumper. Jasper gets a pair of cannon-sized super-soakers. After dinner, Nick warns Jasper, you will be so wet that you will have to swim back into the house. You'll be so wet you'll need a boat. You'll be wetter than a wet noodle. You'll be so wet that you won't need a shower for a year. Nick laughs. That's fine with me, he says. It'll save me a lot of time. We eat. 
and then the boys fill up the squirt guns and hasten outside into the windy evening, running in opposite directions. Karen and I watch from the living room. Stalking each other, the boys lurk among the Italian cypress and oaks, duck under garden furniture and creep behind hedges. When there's a clean shot, they squirt each other with thin streams of water. Hidden behind some potted hydrangeas, Daisy watches from near the house. When the boys race past her, she twirls a spigot she's grasping with one hand and takes aim with a garden hose she's holding in the other. She drenches them. I stop the boys just as they're about to catch her. You don't deserve to be rescued, I tell her, but it's bedtime. Jasper and Daisy take baths and put on their pajamas and then ask Nick to read to them. He sits on a miniature couch between their twin beds, his long legs stretched out on the floor. He reads from The Witches by Roald Dahl. We hear his voice, voices from the next room, the boy narrator, all wonder and earnestness, wry and...